Okay, it's the 26th of June, Friday afternoon. It's about an hour before the session close. The Dow is off over 700 points this week and, and down about uh, 850 points from the beginning of the week. The sell-off is being largely driven by a resurgence of COVID-19 cases or continued surge in the United States. We actually saw a couple days ago the largest single day of, of, of increases globally with over 100,000 new cases uh, in one single day. Now, the peak that we were at back in June was at 27,500. We're just off that peak now, and one can decide whether this is a pullback that we're seeing, a market correction or consolidation, depending on your view. Uh, we've also seen in the energy space, prices have recovered significantly from what you may recall as being negative oil prices just a few, uh, few short weeks ago. Uh, here in Canada, we're also seeing oil and gas uh, activity that's improving. WTI or West, Western Texas Intermediate is now close to $40 a barrel and WCS, which is Western Canadian Select, is now almost approaching the $30 a barrel price point. So that's really good for our friends and family and, and, and work colleagues out in Alberta and in Saskatchewan. Now we believe that the risk of the coronavirus of COVID-19 is still very present and I'm going to spend a minute to talk to you about what we believe is a very big theme that you're going to start to probably see in the coming months and probably right into 2021 related to the impact globally and how that's going to affect you locally, your business, and probably your investment portfolio due to what I would describe as global supply chain issues. So the U.S. has reached a new high for active cases and the attempts for reopening has resulted in uh, local spikes and we've seen certain states like Texas now uh, reverse their direction in opening up restaurants, bars, other hospitality facilities, and other events. So here in BC, we might see ourselves as being a bit of a, an anomaly, but our, and we are, the BC environment doesn't really reflect what's going on globally. Now, not only is there uh, some large spikes happening in the United States with COVID-19, but we're also seeing some massive spikes of this, of this coronavirus happening in the emerging markets. The emerging markets is something that a lot of people don't necessarily pay local attention to, but it does affect them locally because a lot of the items that you consume are a result of the supply chain that comes from other parts of the planet. So we're gonna go over those details in a minute. Before we jump into that, I also wanna point out on the political scene here in Canada, we've also seen the SIBA loan program being expanded to many other uh, participants. So we're gonna see even more SIBA loans being issued. The Prime Minister is also very big on continuing to push the wage subsidy program. So we are gonna continue, I believe, to see the federal government pumping as much money into the system as possible. And that's very clear, as we've talked about recently, when you look at the bank balances at the banks themselves, how much they're carrying in short-term liquid cash, they're at all-time highs by a country mile. So let's start off by taking a look at the US numbers. We have now seen over 2.4, we're almost at 2.5 million cases of COVID-19 in the US. Now keep in mind, developed countries like the United States, Canada, Europe, have generally gotten pretty good at testing. And as we dive into some of these numbers around developing nations, keep in mind that these numbers are probably far below the actual reality of what's going on in these countries. So let's start with probably the most well-known case of COVID-19 outside of 
originally China, Italy, then the United States, is now Brazil. Brazil has 1.3 million cases. And this is going to have some serious impact on the global economy because Brazil produces a ton of goods. Now, I'm not going to be able to go into all the details of all the goods that Brazil produces, but let's look at their number one export, which is soybeans. They're a huge producer of soybean. They're actually the largest producer of soybeans in the world, which of course goes largely to China and the United States. And soybeans, of course, are the core feedstock and the backbone of the global food production system. Something else that uh, Brazil produces is what's called sulfate chemical wood pulp. Now, you may never have heard of this before. Candidly, I never had it before either, but this is the primary ingredient used in feminine hygiene products and baby diapers. So if you don't think you're gonna be affected by global supply chain, this is a really good example of where you might be. Next up is Russia. Now, Russia, of course, is a major producer of crude and refined petroleum. They have 620,000 cases, so they're gonna approach a million fairly quickly. And they are the second larger, largest producer of crude and refined petroleum in the world, probably right just behind Saudi Arabia, with a lot of that oil energy going to China and Europe. Next up is India. Now, India has almost half a million cases of COVID-19. They're a major energy producer. They're deeply integrated into the global supply system. And guess what? India is the number one exporter of rice. So again, if people are getting sick and they're not able to produce these goods or deliver them, big problems. A lot of people eat rice around the planet. Peru, 270,000 cases for a country of only 32 million people. Did you know that Peru produces 10% of the entire world supply of fish? And we want to talk about mining, which affects a lot of Canadian companies. They're the fifth largest producer of gold in the world, second largest to copper. They're the top five in lead and zinc. And here's an interesting one. They've actually surpassed Colombia as the largest exporter of cocaine as well. Mexico, 203,000 cases and 77% of their goods are exported to the United States. They're the second largest producer of computers worldwide and the fourth largest exporter of vehicles and vehicle parts, most of which are going to the United States. Mexico is the number one exporter of tomatoes and beer in the world. So again, folks, if you don't think this is not gonna affect your business, it's not gonna affect your investment portfolio, I think you're probably wrong. The global supply chain system is this topic that hasn't been talked about enough. And I think it's something that's very important to look at when you're observing your own investment portfolio. So that's the update for today. Hope you have a nice weekend. Enjoy some beers and tomatoes because if Mexico's problems get worse, you might not have it in a couple weeks time. We'll catch up with you soon.